Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 28 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I'm my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing good. I finally sound normal today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like Darth Vader anymore. So I'll I go listen better. to our Hustlers <laughs> review. <laughs> Oh, my God. I couldn't even finish the <laughs> review. I couldn't finish the review after, like, 10 minutes. I said, I can't do this. My voice is so bad. Um, luckily, you and luckily you and Kayla talked a lot. But, um, oh, my God. So what happened, everyone, is, like, I guess when we were doing our review, my microphone just, like, went into this, like, mode where it just made my voice so deep. So um, I don't know what happened. But <laughs> I sound better today. Larry, you sure? <laughs> You're yep, not lying to sound me. good. <laughs> okay, because my voice is not that deep. I wish it was, and I wish I was cool like that, but I'm just, listen, I'm just, this is my voice. This is this is who I am. Um, how are you, Larry? How's your weekend going? It's, it's all right. It's okay. Same old, same yeah. old. Same getting old, ready, same old. Getting ready for the Broncos to play soon. Oh, Lord. I'm watching, yeah. the pa- I'm watching the Patriots now. They're demolishing Miami. Demolishing. Um, yeah, Miami's trash right now. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our review. We have the weekend of September 13th, the day after my birthday. And we had the opening releases for Hustlers, uh, a wider release for Brittany Runs a Marathon, and The Goldfinch. Y'all, we'll get to the, the Goldfinch a little bit later, but Lord, y'all did not support this film. Um, and we had the second weekend for It Chapter 2. Um, all right, with further ado, Larry, what came in number one this week? So holding strong at the number one spot was It's Chapter 2, which brought in $40.7 million, which is a 55% drop from its opening weekend. That brings the second part of the uh, of the It franchise up to $153.8 million domestic and $323.3 million worldwide. Um, I, it's kind of depressing to see this. I mean, it's doing, it's doing really well still, but it's, it's depressing to see how much lower this movie is doing compared to the first movie. Um, 40 million. I think, um, listen, I think Hustlers had a lot to do with this number too. I think it was that. I think of course it's still the word of mouth is not that great for this movie. So I think, and it's a horror film. This usually happens with horror films. So Yeah. This is, I mean, not surprising. 55% drop. I guess it could have been really much, yeah. I guess it could have been much worse. I was like, that's not too bad of a drop, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. We've, like, we've seen worse. Like, I think Halloween's second weekend was, like, really bad, too. Yeah. Um, so, but $40 million in the second weekend, listen, when horror movies get this much, they get praise. So, um, yeah, so it's not bad. God, another yeah. inter- interception by the Patriots. What is going on? Here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, go ahead. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, 55% is a nice drop for a horror film, so um, it's a good a good sign that, you know, people didn't just run away uh, screaming for the wrong reasons for It Chapter 2. Um, so, I don't know, maybe it'll have decent enough legs that it can leg it out to a good overall total. I mean, obviously, as we just said, 153 through two weeks is still good, um, but yeah, it's held yeah. at number one. 
Yeah, I held the number one. I was actually um getting nervous for it this week. This weekend come around because I don't know. I don't think we were all expecting um hustlers. But speaking of hustlers, let's get right into it. Number two spot. What do we got? Yeah, so coming in at number two, we have Hustlers, which brought in a very impressive $33.2 million in its opening after the great TIFF response. That yes. brings the to- international total uh, for worldwide box office up to $37.69 million. So... It certainly exceeded expectations, but also it provided STX with their largest opening weekend to date. And maybe a little bit more shocking is it provided Jennifer Lopez her best live action opening of all time. So a big weekend all around for Hustlers. Um, I am so happy for this movie. I loved it. Loved it again the second time. And stuff. Uh, I saw it again today, which was fun. And I was noticing. I so I do my little thing where I go to. I like to you know when I'm bored, I like to just go see like go to my AMC app and see like how many people are like watching the movie. If I'm you know while I was at work yesterday, I went to go see the times for like the really late shows. And every theater were really was like packed. So all around Boston too, not like not like just one theater. All around Boston, it was like packed. So. I, I love that this movie's doing it's it's did well. This was the kind of opening that I wanted for like Book Smart, you know, with the women cast and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean it's not it's not to that type of level, you know, with the, as far as the star power and like, you know, the the marketing they they marketed they marketed this movie. STX. They they did all their they did yeah. all the marketing and stuff. And I think if this wasn't going up against it chapter two, it would have been a much, much higher numbers. Probably closer to what Oceans Eight did last year. Um, so I mean this is great. I think this is the budget was what, twenty million? It blew yes. that away. So this is yeah. great for the movie. I'm really happy for them. Yeah, and it seems uh, hopefully audiences are really enjoying it. Uh, I've noticed a, a little bit more tepid response than what we heard out of TIFF, but it seems still mostly positive. So I hope to see a good, strong hold next weekend. Um, I don't know. We have, what, three new releases next weekend, so maybe it'll see a dip. But, yeah, this is definitely a time we're tracking under-tracked what was to come. Yeah, so, yeah. yes, I, I like to see movies overperform rather than all of this underperform the tracking. So oh, of course, especially if it's good. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. if it's a good movie too. Like you know, you and I loved it. We was gushing over it. <clears throat> the entire review, we were gushing over it and stuff like that. So um, also too, like yeah, the, you mentioned the tracking. The tracking early on, like a month ago, had the movie at twenty twenty five. So and then like after TIFF, they pushed it to like twenty five. So seeing yeah. this, and then the, over the weekend is when we started seeing maybe thirty million. So seeing this yeah. thirty three million, um, and I and I mean it was only it was like it was like thirty twenty nine, but seeing this um thirty three million dollar number. This is great, you know, and I'm really happy for everyone involved, the entire production team. Not every, not all, everyone, but most of it is women. So yeah. great, great win for them. Showing Hollywood what's up that you can, you can, <laughs> ca- you can, you can like, you know, you can cast these kind of movies and you can have women be a part of it and run it too. So yeah, yeah I loved it, and I'm and glad especially the movie's doing hearing well. the story of the director and how 
long she's been trying to get this movie made and trying to keep her name as the director and mm-hmm. people were just like no you're not the right choice for the director and i mean it's been a long road for lorraine to get this thing made and to keep her film so i'm so glad to see the big success for it and you can tell this is somewhat of a passion project for her too so this yeah. is this is honestly great so this is good for her good for everyone involved um i was watching it today just smiling just so happy for everyone i had such a good time with it the second time around and i i honestly think the legs for it, it's gonna be pretty good i um i don't see ad astra doing that well um i don't see rambo maybe but i do think um, I, I, I think Hustlers can 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 stick around with this audience for maybe like a few more weeks, you know? I don't see it leaving the top five. Downton. No, Larry, what the hell? <laughs> I, I don't, um, but I, I can see this movie being at least in the top five for a, oh, for yeah. a while, you know? So, um, great. I mean, great. You know what I mean? So... And it, it it's good, so I'm happy for it. I'm happy it did well. I hope it co- I hope it continues to do well and exceed and stuff. Overseas it did well too, so good. Um, all right. So what do we got for number three? So at number three, holding a lot stronger than I anticipated it to hold mm-hmm. is Angel Has Fallen. Uh, it uh, brought in 4.4 million this week, which is only a 26% drop. It now has raked in 60 million for its uh, domestic gross, and I'm not seeing the international numbers here. So, huh. um, but that is actually pacing ahead of the second film, and obviously better than its 40 million dollar budget. Um, yeah, I was surprised when I was looking at the numbers today too. I was like, oh. Angel has fallen. All right. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't feel the buzz for it anymore. So I didn't even realize it was like, honestly, I know we did the last the last week's numbers. I didn't even realize it was still in theaters, to be <laughs> honest. Because um, I just, it's so under the radar. You know what yeah. I mean? But I guess people are still, there's still some sort of an audience going out to see it. It exceeded his budget, $60 million a while ago. So um, I guess it's... Looking, yeah. Uh, like there, at, you know? London has fallen, only made $62 million its entire run. So it's, it's going to pass that up here this week. And uh, this is the cheapest one of these movies so far. It costs the less, the least, yeah. with budget-wise. So um, this is a step in the right direction for the Has Fallen franchise. And mm-hmm. looking at these numbers, who knows? We might just get a fourth one. Yeah, it's much... Oh, God. It's, it's much better than the London Has Fallen anyway. But yeah. still, I just forgot about this movie every week. So when I see it in the box office, I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. You know, so um, <laughs> a two-time <laughs> champ too. It held on to the number one yeah. spot in its second week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every single week, I'm just like, oh yeah, that movie. You know, it's just kind of, it's just out of all the things that is out, even the indies. Like out of all the things that's out, um, you know, all the things that is that is out right now, the indies, the new movies coming out. I just forget about Angel Has Fallen so much. Um, it's only in its fourth weekend, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's a pretty um, generic film. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, very forgettable. So, um, all right, let's get into this number four spot. What do we got? So, holding tough at number four is Good Boys, which brought in four point two six million in its fifth week of release. That is a twenty two percent drop in week number five, giving Good Boys a new domestic total of seventy three point three million and a worldwide total of ninety one point six million, all on a twenty million dollar budget. Um, good, good for this movie too. I mean, um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this movie more than Angel Has Fallen and stuff. And I'm <laughs> glad the, uh, I mean, it's still kind of, 
Uh, Hustlers kind of ate away at the com- at the comedy audience over the weekend. Um, even though Hustlers is more of a, like a crime kind of comedy yeah. mi- drama, all of those in one. Um, the the hard comedy movie is still Good Boys and stuff. So I don't. There's nothing really con- competing with it right now, uh, and until about what a couple of weeks. So I mean, I I see the the legs for this movie continue to grow as well too so um because it's and it's a, the, the word of mouth for it is pretty good pretty decent mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i mean good good for good boys so what is it at yeah. right 73 million good lord yeah and almost it's realize. Up to 100 million worldwide so I it's just keeps checking along yeah it has the, I, didn't, I didn't and i wasn't expecting the the legs this movie was gonna have either so this is great yeah um all right so Oh, Coming in at number five, Dwayne's <laughs> favorite movie in theaters right now. <laughs> it is The Lion King in a ninth weekend in the top five, bringing in another 3.5 million for a tiny 17.8% drop. The second best drop in the top 10 and the best in the top five. That does bring The Lion King up to a new domestic total of 533.9 million and a new worldwide total of 1.61 billion dollars. So The Lion King now is up to the 12th largest domestic total of all time and it will probably pass Rogue One before I mean it did just pass Rogue One. Sorry, it will probably pass uh The Dark Knight before it's done to top out at the 11th biggest domestic total of all time God, really i um you know you know what's funny when i was at the when i was at the movie theaters on thursday with alex um him and i split it away because he went to the bathroom and i you know i i'm just such a curious person so i walked inside the lion <laughs> king you know before we went into hustlers and it was semi-full i said what is going on here i i <laughs> Um, it was semi full. I said, "You guys are the reason why I have to continue to talk about this movie every single week with Larry." I just, I'm tired of it. God, please, is yeah, it about to be on Blu-ray soon? Closing like, in I, on the Dark Knight to get that number eleven. It won't catch Incredibles two in number ten, so it won't break the top ten all time. But yeah, seventeen percent drop. Are you? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Crazy drop. Uh, here's the question, Dwayne. Yes. Do the do you like the employees at your local theater just like think you're sketchy? They just see you like oh. <laughs> into a random theater. They're a like, pro- hey, well, they, I mean, the the Thursday it was really crowded, so everyone was like on in the front dealing with popcorn and all that stuff at AMC. Oh, okay. This is the um, if you if you was ever if you was ever to come to Boston, this is the AMC I would take you to first. Um, because it's like the most pop. It's not the. It's like the second most popular. The most popular AMC is still downtown, even though it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> just because it's right there in the heart of town, ta- in the heart of the city. But yeah. Asse- assembly is like really nice. So assembly, um, it was. It's crowded Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, no, no, no one saw me. I just walked so in the line. You can just pop in and out of whatever theater you want. Yeah. In yeah. Peace. Yeah, oh. Alex. Alex did and I a bunch of times when Avengers was out. Avengers was out. We did it a bunch of times. Him and I after we would watch a movie just to see if they were on the last act. <laughs> so, oh my God, yes, I we walked we walked in maybe like four times into a theater when they was just getting into the Avengers Assemble. So we got to stay for that, you know. So, um, yeah. So all right, let's get still trucking. Yeah, um, all right, let's get into this opening weekend number for Lord. It's so far down the list. This is embarrassing. Um, the Goldfinch. Oof. 
So the Goldfinch opened in at number eight to a terrible $2.6 million, which ranks as the sixth worst opening for a film in over 2,500 theaters. And I mean, this is just terrible. It's a $45 million budget, and it just opened to $2 million. Woo. Then uh, we look at the worldwide number, and it's only at three point six million. So, I mean, this is an unmitigated disaster. Wait, three point six million total, like including this? Yes, oh. that's an entire worldwide opening. Oh god, international, god. entire worldwide. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's an abundance of things. I think the movie does not look look interesting. The runtime, the word of mouth was definitely not good. That 24% in Rotten Tomatoes is not good. Um, and it's not like any of us was doing, was doing, like, did any better to, to promote this thing. We all trashed it. You know what I mean? So I'm not I actually, I kind of called a low number for this movie, but Lord, I, I this is. I think a big problem, I thought the trailer looked okay. Like, I was like, I was intrigued by what I saw in the trailer to be like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, the cast especially. However, I feel like generally people were like, what is this? Like, it just, it was a very, like, I don't know what this is. I don't, I don't know. Uh, so people, like, there wasn't a good interest behind those trailers. And seeing the film, I mean, I don't know what more of those trailers could have done. Um, so, <laughs> and then... Uh, you know, it's one of those films that had the gall to open at TIFF, and that did not help them. I mean, this this yeah. is a movie that needed, like, stellar reviews. They needed critics to really try to pump it up, to get people, the older audience particularly, out to go check it out. And it did exactly the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what I'm noticing a lot with, like, today's moviegoers, like, the casuals? If a movie looks weird... They're just not going to give it a chance. You know what I mean? And it's kind of good and bad. It's kind of good because, I mean, it's not really a good thing, actually, because, like, that means a lot of directors and writers and creators are going to be kind of afraid to make something kind of out of the box unless they're, like, a well-known. You know what I mean? If if you're not a well-known, and I... I see what this movie was trying to do. I, although I didn't see it, I just see what they were trying to do. They were trying to get the kind of Oscar looking type movie crowd you know what i mean and they were trying to get like we have this beautiful movie with roger you know roger deakins who shot it and stuff and it looks fantastic like i've never seen a a, i've never seen a cloud of smoke in that in that scene from the trailer looks so good you know what i mean (laughs) so i i'm not gonna deny that aspect of the movie but i do think when it comes to audiences if you do not even peak not one spectrum of an, of interest with them, they're just not going to go see it. And I think that's what this movie got. Especially, like you said, you had they, if this came out with a 99.9 rating, everyone was raving about it. It was like, so like the marketing was going up and we had all these reports from people and stuff like that. It probably would have did like 6 million, you know? Yeah. But um, at least double this. Yeah, it's 6 million, at least 7. But like... Yeah, it's just the word of mouth, and then it already looking kind of weird, not knowing what the people the people not knowing what it's about. Every time the trailer came up in my theater, I heard a lot of "huh, what," you know what I mean. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just I'm not surprised by this number, but not this low, Ooh. Lord. Like eight yeah, number the number eight spot, like Lord, you know, yeah. this but is bad. It's bad. 
Yeah, look at this though, right below it, the peanut butter falcon yeah, yeah. continues to have tiny drops. The best drop in the top 10 only fell 9.8% this weekend for 1.9 million, uh, jumping back into the top 10 after falling to 11 last week. So that's up to 15 million right now, which I'm super happy about. Um, we mentioned- and that's a, that's a movie right there that it's the complete opposite. It yeah. looks like the word about this insane for this movie. Yeah. There's not much trailers even too to go about it and stuff, but the word of mouth is so strong, people are going to see it. So yeah. I mean that's it, just I what mean, happens. Yeah, and I, I go see it if you haven't seen it, go support that small indie film. Right. Um we mentioned another indie film that opened up into 500 more theaters this weekend and that was Britney Runs a Marathon which came in at number 12 with 1.5 million which was a 49% drop to go along with its 757 theaters so Britney Runs a Marathon is now up to 3.8 million so far so that one saw a nice jump a nice increase uh, over 2,000 per theater average Oh, by the way, Hustlers far and away have the best per theater average. This oh, weekend, yeah. <laughs> with over 10,000 uh, per theater, which is a great average. For... It's a great number. Like I said, it was packed every single time I uh, looked and stuff. Um, this morning, too, at 11, I saw an 11.30 a.m. time for the movie this morning with my mom because she's wanted to see it and stuff. And it was crowded. You know what I mean? 11.30 yeah. on football Sunday. It's crowded. So, I mean... Yeah, hey, I mean, great for that movie, but then movies like The Goldfinch is just... Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Another thing I'm super disappointed in is seeing the theater slash for Ready or Not, which I saw know, that yeah. dropped 1,200 theaters and also dropped under a million uh, all the way down to number 15 this weekend after being number eight last weekend. Oh. Um, so Ready or Not now is up to 27.6 million domestic and 41.1 million worldwide. But thankfully, only off of a six million dollar budget. So that's really good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good numbers. So. Um, I just I wish it was holding better, y'all. Yeah, it's yeah. Such a good fun time. <laughs> it is. It is. I oh. totally agree. Like, <laughs> see that? Like, can we get Lion King out of the top five and get Ready or Not in there? Like, <laughs> or peanut? Yeah, or peanut butter Falcon up in that yeah, top five? Like, like peanut Falcon up there. Why do you keep giving Lion King more money? I just don't understand. You know, yeah, I, um, I Hobbs and Shaw, another movie, did well. Overcomer. Uh, Dora falling a little bit. Scary stories. Mm. Uh, holding on, I guess. <laughs> Overcomer is still there up in the top 10, number yeah. 7 spot. So that's all right yeah. for that movie. Um, pretty good weekend for yeah, except for weekend. the Golden <laughs> and, and yeah, pretty um yeah, and a pretty good weekend for some indies like Peanut Butter Falcon, Official Secrets got some good stuff in there. Uh, and then Bernie Runs a Marathon did okay. So pretty good weekend for um some of the indies. Out. Uh, so Warner Brothers, thank goodness, uh, is the you know the one putting out it chapter two, but they're also the one who put out the Goldfinch, and this is on the backs of Shaft, The Kitchen, Blinded by the Light, and The Sun is also a star, and now they have the Goldfinch. Warner Brothers, you're gonna be the next Disney Hallmark if you don't watch yourself. That's you know what's crazy about that. I remember them last year; they were killing it. Last year, they had A Star is Born, they had a, fish, a Crazy Rich Asians, they had, like, Aquaman, and then, like, they were killing it last year. The Meg, like, a lot of movies were doing really well for them last this year. year. 
her. I, I mean, don't know Shazam what's happening. Shazam didn't moderate him. Shazam is not didn't go ham um, by any means. So yeah. that was a moderate hit for them. And now we have it chapter two underperforming the original by quite a bit, but still obviously very profitable. But uh, if it's not big, the, Warner Brothers is failing hard this year. I mean, they are failing hard outside of yeah. their major releases. No, you're totally right. I'm trying to... Yeah, last year they had Ready Player One, two. That didn't do amazing, but it still did well. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know what's going this, on with them this year. What else do they have? Let me look up. Let me look up Warner Brothers real quick. Yeah, they better... Uh, I don't know. Oh, Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah the Detective Pikachu, which did well. Yeah, King of Monsters kind of underperformed. underperformed. Like, uh, Lego Movie 2. Yeah, you wow. underperformed. I mean, Warner Brothers is struggling this year. <laughs> yeah, this is. I'm looking right now. This is this is tough. This is. Yeah, um, hard. blinded by the light. Did that do? Oh, not really. No, it didn't do very well. The kitchen oh, did terrible. Set oh, also a star was just a complete bomb. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this is bad. I mean, this is a bad year. Annabelle comes home. Did okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know Warner Brothers. I just remember last year they were just last last year they just they were crushing it last year. So I'm not sure what's going on this year, but um, it's not it's not great, you know. They, just, they don't know how to open an indie to save their dang life this year. That's for sure. Oh no, not at all. I mean, it is also like not great movies too. Like, well, no, I mean, these aren't good except for Blinded by the Light. I mean, yeah, of course. Bombs, you know, they're getting shredded. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. So I'm not sure, Warner Brothers. You gotta, you gotta pick it up. You gotta do some. What's their next? What's their upcoming stuff coming out? Like anything else? I'm not sure. Do you see it there? No, not no. Yeah, let me just. I just I'm curious. Um, upcoming Warner Brothers. This this poor studio could never catch a break, huh? <laughs> it's always Warner Brothers and every Warner Brothers and Sony. All right, so they got um, they got the Good Liar, Doctor Sleep. I guess. Well, let's hope, Doctor. I mean, I'm hopeful for Doctor Sleep. I'm hoping it's a good movie, first of all. Um, and if it's good, I hope it performs well too. But yeah, um, the, the Good Liar. Uh, that's not going to perform that well either. Let's just be real. I love, I Joker. love two leads. Joker is their last. Like, let's let's get something here. That's yeah. their last big one. Is Joker. Um, I'm looking here, and they have. Joker, Western Stars, Motherless Brooklyn, Doctor Sleep, Just Mercy, which is did really, really well in the first reactions at TIFF, and that's it. That's all we got um, right now. And and next is Bird, Birds of Prey in February. So I don't know. It's not now, next year. They could have a big year though. Um, next year they could because next year they have WW eighty four. Yeah, they have Wonder Woman eighty four. They have uh, Godzilla versus Kong, Birds of Prey, Tenet, which Christopher Nolan movies always do really well. Um, they have Dune next year, so I think they'll be okay next year. This year is just not crazy, you know. <laughs> so. Oh no! Oh, they have a Scooby Scooby Doo movie coming out next year too. And the so. the art that came out for that looks really nice, actually. Oh, so it does. I, yeah, I'm I hope it. I hope that the movie itself turns out good because I'm like, oh, I'm really liking these concept art and mm-hmm. you know characters that we're seeing. Agreed. So um, all right, let's get into next week real quick. Um, next week we have Rambo: Last Blood, Ad Astra, and Downton Abbey. Um, I'll, real quick, I'll go Rambo. I see fifteen million. 
Um, I don't see a big number I for don't that. Know. I, yeah, I don't know if the demand is it there for Rambo. I'm not no. sure. I mean, maybe for more fans. Time. Yeah, yeah, you for know, fans. Like, uh, not not I don't for know. me. I don't care. Great. I mean, you know? sure. I, I'm excited for Ad Astra still. Uh, I'm intrigued. I think it looks pretty good. So that's definitely. If I don't get screenings this week, we'll see. Probably not. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll be seeing Ad Astra Thursday. I didn't watch the show Downton Abbey. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked Downton Abbey is releasing into over 3,000 theaters. I know the show is popular, but when you release a, a film, you know, after the fact for a show, you're you're pretty much catering to just the show's audience. So I don't know. I know it was popular. I know people love Downton Abbey. I just, I don't know that that many are going to be, I don't know. Also... So I know you made fun of me earlier, but I walked into another theater on Thursday, <laughs> and um, Alex, it takes long, long time in the bathroom. I gotta entertain myself. So I walked after coming out of um, Lion King. I walked into the Downton Abbey fan event in Dolby, and when I ah. say when when I say empty, this there was maybe like twenty something old people. And that was it. Were they just, dressed up? No, they were all, you know, no, of course They're supposed to be addressed for the occasion. What were they doing up in there? So, I don't know, but it was empty. I don't see a big number at all for this for this movie at all. I see like four million, five maybe. Um, at Astra, I see like seven, eight. Is that, oh, oh. Or is oh, that, that bad that, or good? Oh, my. That's, I don't know. I feel like that's terrible. What would you, I mean, I mean you think this movie's going to do know. well? I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. There's, what, 3,400 theaters. What was have... Brad Pitt's last movie? Let's, let's, besides Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, let's say Once Upon his, a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> but his, his main, like, where he starred. Let's, let's see. Because, I mean, what are we doing here? Um, but this Ad Astra, um, Deadpool 2, Allied. Come on, Larry. You just, uh, why are you such a hater on Ad Astra? <laughs> Adelaide. Adelaide did... Opening weekend, twelve million dollars. That's Brad Pitt. Um, what else? So what we got in here? The big but short. Like Ad Astra has gotten better marketing than that. I, I Fury. Let's check Fury. Fury did twenty-one million. No, no, yeah. no, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Twenty-three. 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 See, Fury did well. That was back in what time? That was back in twenty fourteen. What was coming out next to it? I just don't see a big number for Ad Astra. Um, it was so nothing was up against Fury besides. Gone Girls Week 3, and The Book of Life, whatever that is. Oof, um, child, that, that was the animated one. That was that um, animated Coco, um, the animated Day of the Dead film. Um, yeah, so, yeah, if that was so Fury came out by itself. Next next week it's not coming out by itself. It's coming out with Rambo. I think Ad Astra out. will be number one. What? I think it'll be what? Rambo. No, yeah, okay. I think it will be Brambo. Maybe. Okay, it'll be the, it'll be the number one new release. Um, I think it's the number one overall. I said Larry. All right, well, I'm trying to think. Pennywise will drop probably at least another fifty. I mean, Pennywise. You know, it. I think is going to be around twenty. I think Hustlers is number one next week. Hustlers. I hope. Yeah. Oh God, that would be awesome if it can hold higher than twenty. I think Hustlers. I think it'll be around twenty. I think it's going to be a tight race, right around that twenty million for number yeah. one next week. I think both of them will come in right about there. Yeah, I don't know if Ad Astra can get up to twenty, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like I can already see it. Like tomorrow's Monday, all the girlfriends at work are going to be like, "Oh, what'd you do over the weekend? Oh, I went to go see Hustlers. Oh, it was it good? Yeah." 
and then it's gonna be a thing. You know what I mean? I I don't think I don't see this movie dying off anytime quickly. Um, it's the word of mouth is really good. You know, everyone's still raving about it too, and all the performances in the movie. I I don't hear a lot of things for Ad Astra, and once again, every time the trailer comes on, I hear a lot of what, what? You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't I don't know. I, it's always like dead after the trailer show. You know what I've noticed? The the trailers that are completely dead right now. When I'm when I'm in the because I, I never miss I don't I'm not the type of person who walks in to a theater before the movie starts right before it starts I like to get in there a half hour early maybe twenty minutes and stuff so the trailers the the really really dead ones on arrival are like Ad Astra and like a what's that movie with uh Twenty One Bridges not the crickets like crickets for these trailers really? so like yeah even the Charlie's Angels trailer gets like a little bit of a pop you know what I mean so. <laughs> I hear crickets for these trailers. So with your new jam, I know you got it on repeat. Don't play. What? Cardi's Angels? Actually, mm-hmm. the, actually, it's kind of it's kind of getting catchy. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Angel. I don't know. I kind of dig it. <laughs> it's kind of you loving that little slow down Lana verse, the bridge. Yeah, I'm kind of liking the. Uh, I'm. Kinda, I haven't actually. I haven't heard the song fully yet. Oh, I so just, you haven't I gotten just, to Lana's bridge. No, I just heard the trailer version of it. I'll listen to it at some point. I but, thought uh, the trailer version is actually, I don't know, I think they switched it. I think the trailer version is a little bit different. And I think I yeah. like the instrumentation better for the trailer version. But Yeah, because ver- um, yeah, I've seen the trailer a thousand times in theaters yeah. now. So and, it's, and there's still like a little bit of a, a pop, you know, when they realize it's Charlie's Angels and stuff. I don't know. Well, uh, wait, what did First Man open to last year? I can't remember. Uh, what are we doing, Larry? I don't know. You're trying to you're trying to just work with this film, and it's just not gonna I'll work. Go, I'll go around. I mean, cause man, I don't know. That at least had what's his name. First uh, man did 16 million. Larry, what are we doing? At Astro is gonna open at 15. Hey, I'm seeing. I'm saying seven. I'm just in seven. Hey, I mean, Gravity <laughs> Gravity killed it in 2013 with 55. Yeah, so. I mean, Gravity killed it. Uh, Interstellar opened well, but that's Christopher Nolan. Um, um, was that? Uh, I know the name. I'm forgetting the director. I mean, Gravity opened up next to nothing. So. It's it's one of the Mexican. It's one of the the Latin trio. Um, it's not Alfonso Cuarón, is it? It is. It's Alfonso. It's? Yeah, oh, it's like okay. it's, not it's the other one that's not Del Toro. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, and it has you, Bullock. I love how you said the trio. You said. You know, I know exactly who you're talking about, too. <laughs> Del, T- Del Toro, Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> I forgot the other one. Inyaritu. Yeah. Um, well, Gravity opened. What, when did Gravity come out? No, I mean, we can't expect any sort of Gravity numbers. Let's just come on. <laughs> but, yeah, Gravity it, came out in October. Man style numbers. First I, Man had a big hit. Um, uh, and I think Ed Astra can come close to a First Man. I'm saying seven. I'll go 15. Rambo, oh, it'll be around 15. I agree with you. It'll be around 15, too. So they'll be battling it out there. And then Downton Abbey, I don't know, four. Because even I, um, even is, First Man had, like, a lot of buzz around it. What buzz? Downton Abbey opening in over 3,000 theaters? I just, I don't understand. I don't know. It's going to lose a lot of money. Who, what theater? What event, y'all. This is for fans. This is for people that watch the show. And it's not going to entice anybody else in. Why is it opening in so many theaters? What, what studio was that, too? Is that uh, Downton Abbey? What studio is 
I don't know. I just don't think it's a smart to do 3,000 theaters. I don't know what studio it is. But, no, I don't see a big number for this. I don't see a big number for, uh, for whatchamacallit, you know, for Ad Astra. I, I want my Hustlers to be number one next week. Sorry, oh, Pennywise. I'm, I'm now have to slightly. I haven't seen the film yet, so I don't even know if it's good. But I got a champion Ad Astra against oh. Green now. I've got to do it because... <laughs> I just, I mean, I would, I want Hustlers number one. Okay, so overall number one Hustlers, number one new release at Astra. That's my hopes for next week. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Um, all right, guys, well that's it for this weekend's box office beatdown. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening as always. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, Larry, we'll let everyone know where they can find you. What's coming up on your channel this week? Sure. So my channel name, as well as my Instagram and my Twitter account, are all LC Screen Talk. This week I'll be hitting up that Best Buy and/or Target. I haven't decided yet for my steelbook hunting. And then I'll also have reviews up for Ad Astra for sure, as well as Rambo, and most likely even Downton Abbey. Even though I haven't watched the show, hey, I'm still gonna probably go see it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Um. All right, guys, and you can find me on Twitter, Cinemaniac ninety four. Uh, Facebook. Um. No. Oh my God. I'm not giving you my Facebook. Lord. Um. Instagram, Cinemaniac nineteen ninety four. Larry, is my voice still okay? Your voice is still fine. You don't want <laughs> to be adding the folks on the no, FB, y'all. No. no. <laughs> No, I'm I'm just I'm all set. Unless I give you, unless I give them yours too. Like let's do it. That, that that's what the that's the case. It's not hard to find me. It's just my name. I know. But um, yeah. if you know my um, name, you can find me on Facebook. Yeah, I mean if you know my last name, you can too. As long um, as you find one of them sex bot pages, please. I get enough requests. Seriously, yeah. On Instagram, I don't know. I've gotten so many extra messages recently. I'm like, what the hell is this influx? Don't you hate that shit when I'm crap. scrolling on my on my timeline and it says Candy Jacob sent you a friend requests and candies in a bikini i said what is going on here (laughs) um um, all right guys and um there will be no world show this week because i am going on vacation um i will be back friday uh friday night maybe friday night i i want to try to see a movie when i get back but i think i'm going to see all my movies on saturday um so that is it i add astra Maybe, maybe, yeah. I, I kind of want to see the IMAX. They got to show it yeah. in IMAX, so maybe. Um, uh, I might do that in Rambo next Saturday. I'm not doing Down Abbey. There's absolutely no chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, and I want to get caught up in my indies next weekend, so that's what I might do too. So we'll see. Um, and that is it. Listen, I wanted to do a world show while I was out on vacation, but listen. My girlfriend will kill my ass if I try to do a show in front of her. So, with that being said, I will post, I'll still be posting all the news and stuff as it goes along throughout the week, but there'll be no world show. So, episode 55 will be the week after. So, when, uh, is that, is that Joker week? I think it is. Uh, Joker and, uh, Abominable, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I think Abominable no, is. Abominable is when. After. Okay, that's what's coming out. Actually, I'm gonna see. I'm see, I'm going to the screening on that Saturday, this Saturday. 
So, um, yeah, we'll see about the, all the other movies and stuff like that. But hopefully I can. But, th- but this is the last show until next weekend. Um, sorry, just you have to figure something out, you guys. But um, thank you guys for listening, as always. Really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Dwayne. That is Larry. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. We'll be back next week for episode 29 of the Box Office Week Down Show. And that's it. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.